What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast episode number 58. My name is Josh Toll, and I'm joined by my good friend, Brad Rob. This is always an area companion, too. I want to, instead of doing intros, just, like, start just yelling really loudly. Instead of, you know, everybody just knows at this point what we're going to say. So why not just, instead of doing all that, we just start, and when we're just like, ah! Something like that, you know? Oh, first of all, that would hurt the ears of our watchers, listeners. You know, it would hurt their ears. So we don't want to do that. Yeah, but it would get it would get you going. <clears throat> it would get us going, and maybe them as well. I'm already yeah. going. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I'm half torqued right now. I'm happy for you that you're half torqued. Welcome to Half the Cast, everybody. Our weekly gaming podcast. I just started chewing ice. It's really unprofessional. Um. Little ASMR for you. This week, we are going to be talking about a lot of stuff, Brett. Uh, today, I mean, virtually no news broke today at all. Um, nothing happened. There's nothing to talk about. Um, we actually thought about changing the stream topic to the news that didn't happen, but um, you know, here we are. Yeah, I think what happened was yesterday we were like, it's going to be a slow news day. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. let's just go with a story that we know, which is my abysmal experience with EA. And then, of course, Microsoft had to go and well. Hi. I can't hear you. You're going to need to leave and come back. Well, folks. All right. Yeah. EA came in and shut down the stream, dude. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Okay. Um, dude, we literally mentioned EA, and then all of a sudden we got striked from existence. That's right. So anyway, uh, what were we saying? <laughs> I was I was trying to say that we. I think I think the day. problem is I actually hit something on my computer, and it jiggled the the Schmitz. That's okay. I'm so, not worried about it. So anyway, we were we were speaking about um, EA and how they. Or not EA, I'm sorry, Activision Blizzard, who are now owned by Microsoft. Yes. And that is the big news for today. Yes, it is. So topic rundown, obviously, we're going to have a little abysmal chronicles for you all. Um, There's some bad stuff there today. Um, Some exciting game releases coming up. Um, We're going to be, our main topic, obviously, is Brett's abysmal experience with EA help and support. Um, But uh, the secret main topic is actually going to be... Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard King today. Um, there is there is a lot to that story um, that we're going to talk about. Yeah, and, and then uh, round out our main topics talking about the t- top twenty best selling games of twenty twenty one, and then our indie intel this week. We have uh, a game called Quacky Oliver, so stay tuned for that. That's right. So let's hop into it, Josh. Let's talk about uh, the things that we've been watching, the things we've been playing, the things we've been uh, consuming with our media consumption update. That's what we call it. That's right. Go ahead. Oh, me. Okay. Uh, Movies. Uh, We saw Licorice Pizza, uh, which is the new Paul Thomas Anderson joint. Uh, We saw it with a couple other friends. Steven, uh, who's also in chat, I see. Shout out to Steven. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson, love Paul Thomas Anderson, did not love Licorice Pizza. Uh, I thought it was a good movie, uh, but it's also weird. Um, for those of you that don't know, is about a 
underage human being that falls in love kind of with a uh, older woman. Um, so it's a little gross, uh, the premise of the movie. But I just felt the movie was very disjointed and not great. Uh, was kind of a miss for me, but hey, I know people like it, and that's okay. Um, go ahead. I was just gonna say I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think you. I think everybody else was much more up on it than I was, and not that I'm down on it, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I was up on it, and then I, you know, it keeps hitting me the fact that it was a 15 year old boy and a 25 year old girl, which is very odd. And if the roles were reversed and it was a 15 year old girl and a 25 year old man, that movie would never have been made. Mm -hmm. There's also the simple fact that the actress is actually 30 and the actor was only 18. So it's he's legal, but it's still very sus. And then there's the whole thing about Paul Thomas Anderson and his teacher when he was a kid who just so happened to be the actress's mom. And he was actually living his fantasy through this film, which is very weird and odd. Yeah, so. I agree with Christian in the chat. He says uh, she got away with murder pretty much, and it was a playful, happy-go-lucky tone. Yeah, um, but in general, too, I just think the movie felt disjointed. <clears throat> um, Steven, our, uh, again, shout-out to Steven, who's in the chat, classified it really well that it's like a hangout movie, in the sense that there's not a ton of connective tissue with the actual narrative, yeah. um, which is just not something I guess I expected from Paul Thomas Anderson. So um, it, was, it was all right. Um, also saw The Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, in theaters, which is a Joel Cohen joint of the Cohen brothers fame. Um, so Fargo and stuff like that. And this is pretty much straight up Macbeth. Um, it's an abridged version slightly. There are some, some things cut out from it. Um, but uh, this is one of the best renditions of Macbeth I've ever seen, uh, act, both in the sense of just, you know, actual Macbeth traditional Shakespeare, but also just in general, there's a lot of like, movie adaptations of it you know things like throne of blood by kurosawa and things like that so um it was really good and dude denzel washington forget it man uh very very good macbeth and uh what's her name francis mcdermott as lady macbeth were awesome and the dude that played uh mcduff was also very cool too so um and then i watched uh dune a uh, new 4k blu-ray release of it uh movie still slaps uh good 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 the new good, dune good the new dune um good good 4k press don't know what else to say uh games been playing halo with you uh more vr beat saber box vr and i've also been playing the pedestrian um through game pass on xbox which is a puzzle game uh that game slaps um it's a really really cool unique puzzle game uh, highly recommend it for those of you that have uh, not played it yet. It's also that on one Game, Game Pass. Flew under the radar a little bit. Yeah, um, I see. See that it was like reviewed really well, um, but didn't get a ton of traction for some reason or another. But it is, um, it's really, really cool. Uh, difficult too, especially as you get further in. So that's cool. And then TV. Um, I started Firefly uh, last night. Um, unfortunately, tied to Josh Sweden and all that stuff. Um, which, funny enough, an article actually came out about him yesterday. He did an interview for the first time. Um, some interesting stuff in it. Um, but, you know. I'm not a Josh a Joss sympathizer. I'm yeah. a Josh sympathizer, but not a Joss sympathizer. Yeah. And I just want to say that he is a piece of shit, and he did do bad things. But the one of the examples that Gal Gadot used for him being bad was, like, he said he was going to, like, tie her to a train track and, like, kill her or something. But what he really said, and he clarified, 
it was that they were arguing over whether or not a scene should be in the movie. And she was really heavily against it. And he said, the only way you're going to get me to take this scene out of the movie is if you tie me to a train track and do it over my dead body. But she, she didn't quite understand that. That Sure. Yeah. So, um, but, but he doubled down then. And in the article yesterday, he was like, well, she's not very good at speaking English. <laughs> what the fuck? So yikes, brother. Um, yeah, dude. Listen, I don't, in situations like that, I usually uh, try to take everything with a grain of salt, regardless uh, of the side, and just kind of uh, abstain myself for the most part. Um, yeah. And I've wanted to watch Firefly for a very long time, and I want a sci-fi kick, and um, I'm watching it. I don't really care uh, what he did or what he didn't do, um, which, I mean, maybe that makes me a bad person, but I just want to watch the media and be left alone. Time to a train track, dude. Tie me to a fucking train track, dude. Um, Christian says, uh, just a regular puzzle game. There's no VR. Um, and well, then, tell, him, tell him what it is, because it's, it's an interesting concept. Pedestrian. You are... So you ever been on a street, and you see a sign? You know, and there's like pedestrian zing. You know, there's like that little stick figure in the sign. Zing? Zing, yeah. It's crossing. Yeah, I know. I shorten it, zing. Nobody calls it that. I do. So pedestrians, <laughs> you've never called it that? Never in my life. Why would I say crossing when I could just say zing? I say xing, no. crossing. Zing. It's not zing. Zing. So you have that sign, right? And there's a little stick figure on the pedestrian zing sign. Ladies and gentlemen. And, <laughs> and basically you play as that and you go through the puzzle exclusively takes, the game exclusively takes place in a puzzles designed around street signs it's really cool it's really really cool um we're gonna continue on and you're gonna just let that one lie all right i cannot believe you've never shortened it like that no oh, now he's googling i'm gonna continue um so yeah firefly been watching it it's cool uh, really really cool uh nathan fillion is awesome um what dude what you're, not, you're nuts nothing comes up all right good um and then i've uh, been continuing caprica a little bit um i put a pause on that because i wanted them physical uh which came in the mail today actually um so we'll go back to that that's the prequel series to battlestar and then brett yellow jackets it's a good show it's a great show um finished a it of, a lot of horror elements a lot of horror elements out of like teen drama elements uh, both as interesting as the other one, which is cool. Um, it's really, really good. Um, I have uh, the my problem with the ending is that they like wrap up one literally like one thing from the season, don't touch on anything else, or at least like wrap up anything else, and then present like thirty more issues. And at the end, you're just like, what? Because I really thought for some reason it was gonna be one and done, you know. Here yeah, we, and we talked about it a little bit. Apparently, they have five seasons planned out. Yeah, which is fine as long as the quality stays up. But um, if I had, dude, I'm on this thing right now where I'm like, I cannot, I do not want to engage with continuing media. Like, I want to knock out some stuff that is done and has been done for a while. Um, but here we are. So, and Stephen, no. All right, Brett. What about you? Never called it zing. 
Um, so for me, I also saw Lakers Pizza, which I already kind of gave my opinion on that film. I also watched Tick, Tick, Boom with uh, Andrew Garfield, which wow. I only watched it because of Andrew Garfield. Wow. You watched that before I did, and I'm the one that likes musicals. You would like this movie a lot. Yeah, everybody's told me that, and for some reason, I don't want to watch it. The way it's presented is really cool. So he used to do monologues where he would like, and by him, I mean the the creator of Rent. What's his yeah. name? John. Uh, John. Le John Leghorn. No, it begins with an L. Um, uh, Legolas. John Larnitis. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my musical card revoked now. John. Well, he's been dead since you've probably been alive, so it's okay. I forget. But yeah, so it's about his life. Larson. Right? Jonathan Larson. That's right. It's about him writing Rent, right? No. Oh, it's not. And that's what actually makes it more interesting to me was that it, it, Rent was only like talked about at the end. So it's actually about him and this this musical he wrote called Superbia. And oh, wow. it never, I don't think to my knowledge, came to fruition. And uh, Stephen Sondheim like was his like mentor in a way and like comes and, and watches a, a little performance of it. And it, it really like doesn't, well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's about that. Oh, that's cool. It's because yeah. it's it's he is like one of the few prominent, um, at least in the musical space, uh, right? You know, writers, playwrights, music, whatever you want to call it, um, that did not actually see success from their work for something that has gone on to be like, yeah, is super influential. So, well, the way it's presented is is in my opinion what makes it so cool is that as I was saying, he he does monologues. He used to do these like rock monologues where he would basically tell a story of his life uh, and there would be like a band and a couple of singers and he would sing the, he wrote songs about his life basically. And I think this is before rent, but after superbia, because he's talking about like the making of superbia. Gotcha. So you're, you're watching the performance of his monologue, but then it'll cut to him doing things for superbia. And then there'll be the songs like it, 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 it like jumps around a lot, but it was, it was really well done. Cool. Uh, and, and sad Jess, uh, my fiance cried mm, yeah. quite a few times watching it. So, Cool. Yuki says the plot was actually him making Tick, Tick, Boom. Yes, Tick, Tick, Boom is the monologue that he gotcha. wrote. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for uh, clarifying. Uh, and then I watched Eternals. You, yeah, I, I want to thank you. You did a public service. You summarized the entire movie for me, so I, I don't have to watch it. Yeah. Um... It was bad, but also had really good uh, fight scenes, but it was bad. Yeah, it's a shame because it's directed by Chloe Zhao, who's a great director. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I, I really wish I liked it. I really wish that I cared, but they tried to make me care so much that I just didn't care at all. And like I told you, they would say like, you know, they would give you this whole backstory in the very beginning of the film. And I'm like, my man, if you got to do a Star Wars crawl for this shit, I ain't interested, brother. Heard. So, heard. All right, uh, moving on. Games, well, I'll tell you what, I wasn't playing Apex Legends. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Because my account has been banned, and I did nothing wrong. Ten More times. on that later. Ten times. I played Halo, uh, you know really enjoying halo actually i got a brand new pc which i might touch on a little bit later as well and uh i've been playing halo on pc which is a great experience with a controller not with mouse and keyboard and then tv and anime didn't watch any anime this week but i did watch yellow jackets and finished it up i'm the one that recommended it to you josh and we both finished on the same day which was pretty sweet or maybe 
I have finished, finished like the day. day after. Yeah, the day after. So that was kind of cool to be able to talk to you about that. And then I watched the first three episodes of Peacemaker, mm. which is the spinoff Suicide Squad show. Mm-hmm. You and Christian have convinced me I'm going to start it. It's very funny. <laughs> it knows what it is. John Cena is just amazing. James Gunn is amazing. And what they've managed to create is phenomenal. Very so, good. That's all I got. All so right. if that's cool with you, Josh, I'm ready to move on to a little topic, a little segment, a little thing we do here called the Abysmal Chronicles. Yes. All right. So let's jump into the Abysmal Chronicles. First, we're going to go over a couple of couple of new video game releases that are uh, coming out very soon. And then we're going to talk about some topics that just were a little too abysmal to make it as main topics for the show today. Yes. So starting off, Rainbow Six Extraction, which again, I've seen zero marketing for, will be launching on Game Pass, uh, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation uh, January 20th, which is mm-hmm. in just two days. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that game? Any Still any nothing. <clears throat> Still nothing at all. Still no thoughts. Okay, same. Uh, then we have the Artful Escape coming out on PS5, PS4, and Switch on January 25th. Yeah. It's actually already out on Xbox and PC. Yep, played it. Good. Was nominated for a game award. Should have won uh, some of the categories that it was nominated in and didn't. Yeah. Pokemon's Legends Arceus or Arceus, depending on who you are and how much of a uh, Pokemon Nazi you are. Uh, comes out January 28th. Mm-hmm. And then wrapping I, it up, we I, have... Wait, hang on. Before you move on, I'm not yes. going to get Legends at launch. Okay. I've That's decided. Fair. I haven't finished Diamond yet. And then this next game comes out a few days after. And I really want to play this game that you're about to say. And the next game is Dying Light 2, which is going to release on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation on February 4th. Yeah, I'm really, I, I'm really excited for this game. Yeah, it's gonna um, be a good one. I'm I'm more excited than I thought I was going to be. So I might wait for reviews though on that one as well. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I've just well, seen a couple of things that I'm worried about, so I just want to see how it plays out. Well, I'm gonna need you to get it anyway, because there's I want to platinum it and there's multiplayer achievements. So Well, we're gonna play co op, I'm sure. So So yes. All right, well, let's dive into the Abysmal Chronicles topics here. So if you have a child in the room, I would recommend maybe taking them out because we're about to talk about something a little raunchy here. So Final Fantasy VII porn interrupts a government meeting. This story comes from Kotaku. The Italian Senate Zoom call saw a very not safe for work hentai clip of Final Fantasy VII's Tifa Lockhart. Italian lawmakers who gathered yesterday for a discussion of data transparency in political decision-making got more than they bargained for when someone started playing a CGI video of Final Fantasy VII's Tifa Lockhart having sex in the middle of the digital proceedings. The hentai went live just as the Zoom call was introducing Giorgio Parisi, one of last year's Nobel Prize winners in physics. (laughs) What ensued was the longest 30 seconds anyone present had ever experienced (laughs) it seems that the call was hijacked by someone sharing their screen while playing the unofficial final fantasy 7 porn how so all right if somebody didn't do this intentionally can you imagine just casually being at work being like oh i gotta 
host a Zoom meeting and go to the Zoom meeting. Meanwhile, you're looking at this. Yeah. Yuki in the chat, in quotes, says unofficial. So yeah. They made sure they mentioned that in the article, that it wasn't official Final Fantasy VII porn. Yeah. Um, but wow. Yeah, man. I... Hey, man. Whatever, whatever rocks your boat. Yeah. So I thought that that's, was an interesting one. That's very funny. I man, I wish that Zoom call was recorded. <laughs> yeah. So that we could well, play it and get banned. It, it was. <laughs> oh, it was. It was. It was live, and they recorded it, and they've edited since edited out the ah. this the clip. Yeah. But there is a screenshot. If you click on the article, you you can actually see a screenshot. They they censored it, obviously, but yeah, you can uh, see I it. got it. Are you putting it up? No, I'm not going to put this up. Okay, we're yeah, not. You gonna, can, we're not going to put this up. You can look. It's uh, on Kotaku. So if you want to check that out. Uh, <laughs> okay. Another story. A lot of you guys might be familiar with the new game, the browser internet game called Wordle. I still have no idea what it is. So Wordle is a game. You basically just type in Wordle. It's like a website. I don't know the official URL, and it's like a it's like a series of lines of letters, and you just put a random five letter. I think it's always five letter. I don't know. I'm not, I'm a Wordle noob. I don't really know, but you put letter. You, you spell a word out, and then it'll tell you if those letters are in the word or not, and if you got them in the right spot or if they're in the wrong spot. And your your objective is to try to figure out the word. Do you want to do one live right now? No. Okay. I have no interest. But okay. I mean, I wasn't memeing. If you remember, it was last week Christian was tweeting about it, and I just kept responding, what memes from I think you should leave? It was not a yeah. meme. It was not me. I literally did not do not understand what it is. All right. Everyone's saying do it. All yeah. Right. All right. Is this a website? Just type in Wordle. Yeah. All right. Hang on a second. Yeah, the quick no got me too. Is this it? Uh, you're gonna have to hold on. I, I can't quite tell yet. I'm a little behind. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. So you exit out, and then type up. Oh, I'm, I have to. It's a, such a delay to see your screen. I have to wait until you actually do it. Okay. So it looks like it's five letters, and you just put a five letter word in any any five letter word. No, that's four letters, damn it. Um, <laughs> should have done fucks. Hmm, wait, all right. All right, now what? Enter? Yeah. What does that mean? What did it just do? I can't tell yet. I'm still behind. So Christian says, if green, it's oh. in the right spot. If in yellow, the word, but not that spot. If a gray, it ain't at all. All right, so hmm. none of those were correct. Nope. All right, all right what about tree? That's four letters. Uh, tree. Well, it's not there's trees. No, there's, there's no other S. Okay. Um. Uh. I cannot spell. Uh. Oh, here we go. What about twerk? Twerk. Oh, there's not another K. Uh. Yep. Um. What about? Dude, I can't spell. Spoil. Oh no. No S. Um. What about so, what about green? So you can't use oh you can use letters twice. Mm-hmm. I got R. Now what? Is R in the right spot or is it Yeah, yellow? it is. Oh, okay. R, R is in the right spot. Okay, so now you know that there's you know, the R is there, but all the other letters are not in it. So trees. Another R. Oh. 
<laughs> the E's aren't in it. I understand now. Oh my god, I'm watching this. Just this is just not All right. good. All right, S P. Let me All right. Spoil. While Josh tries to figure this out, I'm gonna read the story. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got an O. Okay, keep going. Wait, hang on. I got two more lines here. Wait a minute. So Wordle brings accidental windfall to another developer who gave all the money to charity. This is coming from Kotaku as well. So hundreds of thousands of people accidentally downloaded a five-year-old app with the same name, Wordle, to their mobile devices. The creator of this Wordle ended up receiving close to 200,000 downloads in a couple of days, more than it had received in total, in total, in the previous five years and in turn it generated him a whole bunch of advertising revenue the developer steven cravata donated all this revenue to a charity that offers after school tutoring in west oakland so i thought that was a very sweet very nice story How, what are we looking at here beeps and dingle <laughs> Oops. all right all right <laughs> we're done there you go we're done yeah uh i did very bad that was very funny um wow. i still don't understand what it is but okay you just try to spell the word to what point what what's the end game every day he uploads a new word and you try to guess it that's it from that yeah, you use the clues that you give yourself to figure it out. I don't like it. All right, moving on. Um, scalpers are business people. This is an article from BGC. Uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X scalper claims he is creating young entrepreneurs. Listen, Christian, I don't know what the hell is going on, all right? All right. Yeah. Uh, a man named Yeah, a man named Jack Bayless, and I'm not going to name the company he works for because I don't want to give him any any money or a promotion. Uh, Jack Bayless runs a, subscri a subscription service where members pay him 30 pounds a month to be informed of new restocks of valuable goods, such as the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. With 1,500 subscribers, Bayless is now in a position where he claims to be earning 45,000 pounds or 61,000 uh, USD a month by helping other people buy desirable items in bulk and reselling them at higher prices often before the rest of the public have a chance to buy them at the original cost. Correct. I have a couple quotes from the man here. Do you want me to read these first, or do you want to talk about this? Well, listen, first of all, no. So let's just get that out of the way. Yes, right? I agree. All right. Uh, then, yeah, let's read some of these quotes. They're very unfortunate quotes. So he said, I get to see the flip side of the coin, the area that the media and the general public who hate us, quote, scalpers, don't see. What is to that? Me, oh, you're going to tell me right now? No, I don't know. To me, owning the PS5 or an Xbox isn't a necessity. It's a luxury, okay? If you can afford to spend 450 pounds, spending the extra 100 should be pretty marginal if you've got cash ready to splash on that. And then he said, yes, some families are going to have to pay another $100, but what you don't think about is our members They've got 30 consoles. They're making 100 pounds on each one. And then they're making a good month's salary in a couple of days. Many of my subscribers are very young, and he's helping them create his own okay. businesses. Here's the thing. First of all, go fuck yourself. Second of all, you basically are taking the 
market's ability away to regulate itself. People should not have to pay things above MSRP. And no, you're not helping them create their own businesses. They're creating businesses based off of somebody else's business, something that I would like to call a leech. You're creating a leech business where you're just trying to leech a little bit of money off the top of somebody else's business. And at the end of the day, you're just hurting the consumer. So that's fine. You sit on your fucking consoles right now. And you know what? If people have the extra money and they want it right now and they absolutely need it, then yeah, go do it. But you know what's going to happen in six months, a year from now? when everything re-regulates itself and chips shortages are gone and silicon is available again, your business is not going to fucking matter anymore. And then what are they going to do for the next six years before the next console generation? What are you going to do? So, no. Everything about this is wrong. He's an idiot. He's a fucking moron, and that's it. Cool. Moving on. The Cuphead show premieres February 18th on Netflix, and an official trailer has dropped. Mm -hmm. Good uh, the trailer. animated... It is a great trailer. The animated show based on the Cuphead game follows the misadventures of the lovable, impulsive scamp Cuphead and his cautious but easily swayed brother, Mugman. Yeah, I think what stood out to me, uh, and listen, I'm no Cuphead aficionado, but it looks to me like they are writing stories around all the bosses and stuff mm -hmm. and people that you meet in the game, um, which I thought was really cool. So. I got that as well. That's what I kind of picked up on. And I saw a couple bosses that appeared as, as just like antagonistic characters. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty sweet. And talking about the animation real quick, I think they could have went mm. a little bit further with how nice. Excuse me. With how you know dedicated they were to getting that style of animation for the game, I think they could have dedicated a little bit more time to that aspect of it rather than just kind of like throwing a filter on it. But it still looks good. I'm curious to hear what some of our animator friends have to say about it, like Christian, who I know is in the chat. Mm. Very curious to hear his thoughts. Uh, and the voices are not what I thought, but... Um, they weren't bad, no. which is not what I expected them to sound like. Yeah. I almost got a, in terms of like the comedy, I almost got a new, the new Mickey Mouse uh, cartoons that they've been doing. That's the vibe I got from the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I'll check right here. I don't see anything from Christian, so we'll have to come back. Yeah, I'm very. It's not going to be centered around children, though, is it? You mean like made for children? Yeah. I think it, it is like a children's show, but not like a really? baby show, but like. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, surprisingly, Cuphead has like a very young audience because of the way it looks, I guess. A lot of kids, when I worked at a GameStop, a lot of kids would come in and ask ask if we had like Cuphead or Cuphead merchandise. Hmm. So I probably because like streamers played it and they watch a streamer sure. or a YouTuber play it. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the game is hard as balls, so I don't know if they're actually playing the game, but yeah. OK, cool. Yeah. All right. And the last topic for the Abysmal Chronicles today, we have. My Hero Academia Ultra Rumble debuts gameplay and a trailer. Uh, there's a PS4 closed beta test that is going to be starting on February 2nd and going until the 6th in Japan only. But the game is a free-to-play 24-player battle royale. But what's interesting is that it's 12 playable characters. So I'm assuming when they say 24-player, maybe it's teams and it's yeah. two teams of 12. 12 v 12. Yeah, but you're going to have like one, two of the same character in each game. But the characters are Izuku Midoriya, Katsuki Bakugo, Ochako Yuraraka, mm -hmm. Shoto Todoroki, Suyu Asui, dude, Cementos, All Might, Mount Lady, uh, Shigaraki, Dabi, uh, Himiko, uh, Himiko Toga, and Mr. Compress. Wow, I never thought I would have to say all of those names out loud, and I just did, and it was very bad. Well, good for you. What are your thoughts on this, man? 
I don't like it. A little late, right? Yeah. I feel like this is like two years too late. I have Jojo. No, I have no interest in it. Like, yeah, less than zero. So there, there was a Jojo Battle Royale that was very similar to this that uh, came out about two years ago or was announced like two years ago. So, yeah, I don't expect this to do well. I mean, who knows? Maybe it could be good, but I don't know. All right, well, that is all I have for the Abysmal Chronicles. So if you made it this far, thank you for, for staying and checking it out. We're going to roll into the main topics now. Josh, before we do that, could you please be a doll and zing that intro, baby? that josh we're gonna have to start this one off with some bad news i know what happened my apex legends account was permanently banned so we can never play that abysmal game together ever again i can still access the game despite them telling me i'm banned yeah so give us a little background and you know synopsis here and then let's dive in all right, I'm just going to give you the full story. So I'm going to give you the story from my perspective, and then I'm going to throw in things that I've found out over time. Okay. Okay. So the day is Friday or was it Thursday? I have no fucking idea. It was, I believe it was the 14th. I think it was Thursday because we, I don't fucking know. All right. It was the 14th. It was, yeah. it was Thursday, the 14th. Yeah. Valentine's Day. I wait no. I wake up and I have three emails from EA support. Three. Three. And each email says, You've broken the terms of service. You know, you've been permanently banned from Apex Legends, all three of them. And I'm like, that's weird. Because at this point, I haven't played Apex in from this day, four days, maybe five days, because we've been playing so much Halo. I just right. haven't been playing Apex. And I and I have I've personally retired from playing Apex. Yeah, and all the people I played with don't play. So right. I I hadn't even played, right? Right. And I'm like, that's really weird. And I spent a lot of money on that account. So I'm like kind of worried about that. And I'm like, I don't want to lose it. Yeah. So I reach out to, uh, I, I go to work and I'm at work and I'm like shitting myself about this, like so worried. And I try to get a hold of someone. So I, I go on EA help and there's no option for a chat. There's no option for a phone call. You quite literally have to submit a ticket. And then from that ticket, wait until someone reads it. Then they'll let you make a call or I'm sorry, not make a call, receive a call from them. Right. Or, so, you, so you're catching. Yeah. Or start a call uh, or a chat. I'm sorry, which they have to contact you. 
back later. I've never gotten the chat to work, by the way. Every time I've said chat, it just goes nowhere. Or just do with like the email correspondence, which is like the typical, like you submit a help desk ticket and then that's it. On top of all this, the website, I don't know if they're going through changes, they're updating things, but it's just broken. I would click on something, I would get a 404 page. I would go to my bands, there would be nothing there. To this day, several days later, my account shows I have no ban history. So anyway, Yo, Ant, contact. Sorry, what up, Ant? I uh, I go to the I go to the EA support thing. I I you know file a thing and I just wait. I still have no ban history, whatever. And I get an idea. I'm like, I didn't cheat. I don't cheat in these games. I don't I don't have mods on PS4, obviously, or PS5. I don't you know have a controller that hacks or anything. I don't even use one of those Cronus things that let you like shoot multiple bullets or whatever. I don't do any of that. So. In my mind, I'm like, maybe it was my PC account that was hijacked and they were playing on PC. Yeah. So I go to apextracker.com or whatever the fuck the website's called. And you can see when your last game played was. Mm -hmm. It said my last game played was like three hours ago and I don't play on PC at all. So I was like, there we go. My account, someone's on my account and they use mods and now I'm banned. Mm -hmm. Would you believe I get another three emails from EA help banning me again? three more three more so i've now received six emails total okay so at this point i freak out i go on ea's help website i change my password i, I en enable two-factor which i didn't even know you could do that on ea's website but i did and uh yeah so so that happened and then i finally get a response back maybe that night and they say no your account has been permanently banned for a good reason and i'm like hmm. okay they didn't even let me explain that i was you know, my account was taken over. They didn't let me explain a single thing. I couldn't even say anything. I just said, right, my account was, was banned. Help me. Yep. Nothing. So I go on Apex, load it up. The game worked. I'm not actually banned. I do some research and it looks like there was a accidental ban wave sent out on the 13th, which is the day before. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where some confusion is. Was I banned because of this? accidental ban wave which everyone that has been banned has since been unbanned okay and was i part of that or was i actually hacked I, that's what i don't understand I, I truly don't understand what's happening the fact that i can still play the game makes me think i was part of that and they unbanned me immediately but then why when i contact support are they still telling me i'm banned it makes no sense so regardless um i reached out again the next day and i've tried to get a call it's just so fucking glitchy and broken. The website, you can't do anything on it, dude. It's so bad. I had to wait until yesterday, Monday. So now my account has been banned since Thursday. It's now Monday. And I finally get a call. I had to start, start a new ticket. I had to do all this bullshit. I finally got a phone call after waiting for 20 minutes on hold. The man was very nice, but did not seem like he was going to be very helpful. I asked them several times. I played it. I played the angle of, I think my account was hacked, my man. I need help. Like, mm -hmm. please tell me if my account was hacked for my security and my, and so I know. And then after that, I need to help you get my band like fixed. And he was like, oh, so you play on PlayStation, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And did you do anything that would get you banned? And I'm like, no. And he's like, okay, sir, I'm going to forward this to our team. And I'm like, they're going to do the same thing that they did before and just tell me I'm banned. Right. 
so it's just this perpetual cycle of of abysmality of i don't i still haven't heard anything and i don't know if i'm banned or if i'm not banned and i still have access to my account so i'm in this state where i don't want to spend any money on this game because i don't know if i'm just going to be banned right right so that's where i'm at i'm waiting for them to get back to me my account as of yesterday i didn't try it yet today but as of yesterday my account was still active still playable i still had all my shit on my account um i played a couple games and yeah that's that's where we're at but my thing is that well first of all i mean ea support and stuff obviously sucks in general and we're no help but i don't understand why even if you were part of that accidental ban wave or even if you were actually banned why would you get 10 separate emails stating the oh, same reason yeah i forgot to mention and then after i changed my password and everything like josh yeah. mentioned I, I received even more emails uh equaling 10 total emails all saying the same thing i have been banned but so it's just said for cheating right yeah that's it just that one word but why would no. they send it 10 times i'll i'll tell you exactly i won't read the whole thing but no but i'm saying that's the reason that it states right yeah, it says information related to your EA account. We noticed that your EA account broke EA's gameplay rules. Because your account was cheating, we've permanently blocked your access to Apex Legends online features. That doesn't help you at all. It, it tells me nothing. It doesn't tell me anything. But then if you look, if you Google Apex Legends Bandwave, there's articles from Dextero.com and stuff that say the anti-cheat accidentally drops Banhammer on innocent players. And that was on the 13th. Yeah, but I mean, but you still had access to your account, and I I don't understand why. I mean, it's obviously an automated system, but why would it automate ten messages to you? Like, why would your account have ten instances of that? I don't know. So Connor Ford, he is the security guy at Apex uh, for EA. His name's Hideouts, it's his username, and he said uh, this was not my doing. Something happened at EA. EAC, which I'm assuming is EA, uh, on EA side, they sent a ban wave of false positives. Everyone that was banned should be unbanned now. I don't get it, man. So I, I truly don't know what I'm going to do from here. Um, I spent a lot of money on that account and I don't want it to be gone. And uh, I mean, I've tried tweeting and they just keep saying we can't do anything about banned accounts on Twitter. So what I need to do is I need to get a developer or I need to get hideouts himself to acknowledge me and look into this for me because I truly don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I don't want to lose this, this account. I'm a day one apex player. I've been literally playing since the game, the day the game dropped. Right. Uh, I, and I've put so many hours into it. I just don't want to lose it. So if anyone who's watching this, you know, can spread the word or, uh, you know, reach out to someone for me, I would really appreciate it. But at this point, I don't really think there's anything else I can do. So, yeah, well, it's freaking abysmal. Uh, not good at all. And, um, you know, bad. I did see there's a there was a guy on Reddit that said he squeezed blood out of a stone by which means like force. He basically forced EA to answer his support by sending them a letter. And you essentially take them to small claims court. But in their terms of service, they claim that they will pay for your fee your fees basically if it goes to court i don't know why that's how it's set up but it is so you just send them a letter if they don't answer for 30 days you then send them another letter and tell them that you want to take them to this next level i think it's art it's called arbitration i believe mm -hmm. is the technical word you tell them you're going to escalate it to arbitration and then when they send you the papers for arbitration you say that you're going to pay nothing per ea's terms of service and then shortly after uh you'll 
begin that process of arbitration and EA's lawyers will contact you. You'll prove to them that you've done everything right. And then you will be able to settle with EA basically and get your account back. So uh, that is the, the process this, this gentleman took on Reddit. It took him five months for this whole process. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Unless you do. Think. Unless you do want I, to do that. I don't. I don't. I just want my account back. I did nothing wrong. That could be fun, though. Time. It could be it fun. It could be fun. It could be, be fun. but I just I just want my account back. And I and this is the worst part. I have my account. Yeah, that which... It's worse almost because it's like a ticking time bomb. I don't know when I'm going to lose it. And I feel like if I keep like messaging support, they're going to be like, oh, shit, we left this dude on and just take like, you know what I mean? One day just turn me off. Right, 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 it's, right. It's fucking abysmal. So... Well, anyway, Brett, anything else to say about that? Or are you ready? Activision has been bought, dude. <laughs> do you want to, uh, do you want to, uh, do a little, uh, little sponsored segment here? Or you want that to do be the next segment? I want to do a little sponsored segment. What are we sponsored by? Hit me with it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are sponsored today by W Energy. It's the powdered energy supplement that you add to your water. You shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it up. You drink it like Josh is doing right now. W Energy, go on their website, w.gg, and use code SLICK, Slick to save 10% off your order. Here's what code was that? Slick. That's right. Code Slick. Literally no way you could forget it. Literally not a single way you could ever forget code mm -hmm. Slick. So uh, check it out. If you like what you see, if you like the flavors, if it sounds cool, if you want to support a small business like Dubby, uh, you know, it'll help us out. So use yeah. code SLICK, save 10%. Link's in the description. Link is in the description. That's right. But Josh, more important than that, Activision has been bought. They have been. So um, there's a lot. There's a lot here to talk about. And I don't really know where you want to start other than that <laughs> is that uh, Xbox has acquired Activision Blizzard king i don't know if that's actually the proper title or not um for 70 billion dollars so this took the world by the gaming world by storm this morning and there's a lot to talk about with this and i don't really know i don't know where i want to start um there's a lot obviously Activision has had all of their issues, right, with Kotick and all of the internal kind of, I don't know, work environment stuff, whatever you want to call it, however you want to classify it. That's been really, really bad. Um, so maybe we start there, right, is why is Xbox purchasing Activision Blizzard King? Why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, first of all, I mean, they have a lot of ips um so i have a list here of every ip that they own name the big hitters so blur which we haven't seen in a while but that's a big hitter i did not expect you i'm to going blur. i'm going i'm going in order here <laughs> i'm going alphabetically i just forgot about it wow uh call of duty candy crush which is from king crash bandicoot dude diablo all of the hero games, so DJ Hero, Guitar Hero, all that stuff. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Geometry Wars, which I don't even fucking know. Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, King's Quest, Overwatch, Pitfall, 
uh, prototype, Pitfall. Not Pitfall. Prototype. Skylanders. Prototype. They should reboot. God. Spyro. Starcraft. Tony Hawk. World of Warcraft. And of course, who could forget Zork? Wait, do they own the Atari licenses? I don't know. Didn't Pitfall. Act, didn't I guess so? Yeah, Activision bought Atari like a, a long time ago, didn't they? Yeah. Wow. So, um, so there's that <laughs> uh, that they would want that and to add their catalog, not just a game. Well, I think actually probably exclusively to pad out Game Pass as a as a subscription service and offering. Um, uh, and in the chat says Bill Gates found that seventy billion in his extra change holder in his car. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it really puts it into perspective though how deep Microsoft's pockets are. And, you know, the whole argument of, like, uh, Xbox versus PlayStation, it's not really a fair assessment, right? PlayStation does not nearly have the amount of cash on hand to go out and do these things like Xbox does because Xbox no. is floated and can be floated by Microsoft, uh, yeah. which is huge. Meanwhile, so, there's rumors that Sony is going to be acquired by Apple, which is just... No way. That ain't happening. Um, so... I mean, yeah, it's it's massive for the IP alone, right? And padding out Game Pass, which I think is obvious. Um, what I think is maybe less obvious is why would they do it now, right? When Activision is going through all this stuff. And I have a couple of informed, <laughs> uh, informed maybe ideas about why that is. A, I, I have a few too. Activision stock tanked during this whole debacle, right? So yeah. maybe that's why. Maybe now it's financially viable for them to acquire it. I mean, $70 billion is the largest deal in gaming history. We thought Bethesda was huge. Fucking nothing compared to this. Literally, yeah. this is seven times the amount of the Bethesda deal. Like, come on, dude. Um, Not seven times, 70 times the, the Bethesda deal. Let's get that clear. Uh, So... It is no, I was right. Seven, whatever, fucking a lot more, um, billions of dollars more. Billion, quite literally, billions of dollars more. Um, the other thing of it too is I think about the social um, clout that they could get from doing this, where you now have Phil Spencer who will eventually be directly in charge of this, and we know. I think it was Bloomberg. I have so many things open up here. I think in Bloomberg. Um. Yeah, uh, said that Kodik is going to remain on to see, you know, oversee until the deal is kind of inked, right? Which is a whole other thing that we can talk about. Um, but that once that deal is done, Kodik might be gone, and Phil Spencer might be, might be, yeah, and Phil Spencer and Xbox can get the kind of clout of overhauling and making, you know, working for Activision Blizzard, King, whatever, uh, actually, you know. Uh, equitable, you know. So, what are your thoughts on yeah. that? So, why now? So, a couple of things come to mind. Number one is all the things that you just said. So, thank you. But number two is, we know that PlayStation is about to unveil a new service that is similar to Game Pass. We know that they are pulling PlayStation Now cards off the market in the UK already, indicating like they're they're about to PS Now is about to be gone. Okay. And they're going to have to probably convert any PlayStation Now accounts into this new subscription service that's going to rival Game Pass. But now what we're finding is Xbox now owns 
a shitload of the most popular third-party IPs that would be on this PlayStation Game Pass, right? Yeah. So why why now? I think that's a big reason why mm-hmm. um, competition and honestly, very smart. Yeah. Uh, another thing, people are, are not really considering this, but I think it's a very big deal. This is pointed out by Jeff Keighley, actually. King is huge yeah. in the mobile market. And Xbox has barely dipped their toes into this market. And I don't know if it necessarily indicates why they did it now, but it's certainly you know, an indication that they wanted to get into this business of the mobile market of games. Um, there's a lot of money to be made in, in mobile, and especially when you're fucking king. Right. Who does Candy Crush? So I think that plays a, a huge part in it as well. Yeah. Um, the other kind of angle I wanted to approach with this is will the deal actually go through? Right. Because basically the parties have just kind of engaged into this, into an agreement, right? This is still gonna have to be um, you know, critiqued by lawmakers in the United States. Um and there is always the possibility, which we talked about too with that Bethesda deal, is like, will they allow it to go through for potential monopolization, you know, issues, or even um, what's the other word looking for, like antitrust issues, right? Will they actually allow it to pass? I think first of all, yes. I don't think U.S. lawmakers are smart enough to understand the, the uh, magnitude of this. And if they allow things like the Disney mergers and acquisitions to move forward, then why would they yeah. not let this? Because that is that is the scale this is on, too. I want to be clear. Like this is oh, yeah. this is the a mass consolidation like that. Um, so I think it might be held up by you know kind of litigation type things in that sense. But I don't think it's not going to go through. Uh, I think it's just a matter of when, and, you know, it might be a year or so, um, you know, who knows, but I I think it's just a matter of of when. So what are your, what are your thoughts on that? I think that they wouldn't have made it public if, if that wasn't the case, if they didn't think they were going to get it, it was going to go through. I think we've seen not only Phil Spencer, Xbox themselves, Larry Herb, everyone has, has kind of talked about this. If this was just rumbling, I would say, yeah, maybe it won't go through, but I think that this is the kind of thing they would clear with their lawyers and and clear with the appropriate parties, you know? Sure. Absolutely. Um, A couple more angles. I want to approach this front. Well, also I see, I see chat here. Maybe we should get caught up on chat for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christian says he'd love to see a soft reboot of the Guitar Hero franchise. Yep. Uh, if Sony gets acquired by Apple, I'm out selling my shit and getting an Xbox fridge. Um, Ant says, definitely a Game Pass move. Absolutely. And if that's truly the reason it's genius, Call of Duty being Game Pass first day would a deal would be nuts. Uh, I agree. Um, also, hold on. We haven't even talked about the Blizzard aspect. I know you mentioned a couple of the, the Blizzard properties, but yeah, this is huge for Xbox on PC, which they just rebranded Game Pass for PC. Yeah, all of the Blizzard games are going to be you know available through Game Pass now. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'd think so. World of Warcraft, all of these games, Overwatch, everything will be available on Game Pass. That is fucking huge for PC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Ant also says Crash and Spyro now being owned by Xbox is some hilarious irony. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Overwatch Two might finally come out. Christian says, "Yeah." Um, so, I mean, there, there's so many I, I, IPs, like massive, massive stuff um, from this. But um, a lot I, of IPs that haven't had bangers in a while, actually. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think the last kind of point I want to make with this is that I don't, I don't like this deal. Um, I, I really don't. Uh, we, you and I have talked a lot about, uh, and I think we share probably similar opinions in the sense of like mass consolidation 
of like creative intellectual property is not a good thing. I think there's obviously some benefits there. Um, and I hope that is the ultimate outcome is that like those workers, you know, have a better environment to work at with, you know, Microsoft oversight and things like that. But this mass consolidation of, um, major publishers. And I mean, this is, this is fucking huge. I don't like it. I don't want it to just be Xbox versus Sony. Like I don't want one company to own so much power the same way. I didn't like the Disney, uh, acquisition. It is concerning. And while it might not be a monopoly, while it might not be, you know, against any antitrust laws, I have a problem with it. And whether or not it's good for me, it doesn't really matter. I play on every console, so I don't, or in every system, NPC. I don't really care from that perspective. Um, and I'm not saying this either because I like PlayStation. I'm saying it because, like, as a human being, like, this is hell world shit. Like, straight up, this is not good. So I'm not going to sit here and applaud us <laughs> perpetually kind of approaching a Blade Runner universe even outside of this with a million other things. I don't like it. It doesn't sit well with me. I disagree with it. Um, and as much as I like Phil Spencer and Xbox and Game Pass, um, no. See, I'm I'm more on the fence. I, I, I see what you're saying 100%. I agree. But I also see it as, you know, this is a great thing for consumers. This is a great thing for uh, gamers. This is very much like when, you know, Disney bought fox and now all these we were excited because all these characters can now appear in these other films and stuff like it's great for consumers in that regard i do see what you're saying but another big thing is that they're literally saving blizzard which is huge to me because activision was literally just letting it die and killing it and this is you know hopefully a very good thing for blizzard make blizzard great again dude it's finally gonna happen um and listen i know you're not for it but we have to discuss and, and, and speculate what is PlayStation going to do. Yeah, well, that's a great segue into just another part of this that we want to... Look at Bobby behind us, dude. What a little fucking cunt schmuck he is. Fuckface loser piece of shit. Um, this... So, <laughs> going off this, and this will answer Ant's question, too, in the chat. Um, Gary Witta, uh, who wrote Star Wars Rogue One, and of course works for Kinda Shitty now, uh, kind of funny, I'm sorry, um, tweeted this out. If you thought Xbox Activision was the biggest gaming news story of the day week, just you wait. And then, infamous Nintendo leaker, uh, Hot Girl Video 69, uh, said, sounds like the rest of the week may be interesting for video game news, too. So, Brett, do you think, as Ant suggests, maybe that there's going to be another major acquisition this year, maybe from Sony, from PlayStation? Do they need to make another acquisition? Do they need to you know, do something to compete here with Xbox. Yeah, I think they do. I think that we are now in a war. I think it is going to be Game Pass versus whatever PlayStation's offering is. Game Pass has been the best deal in gaming for years at this point. And I think at this point, the only thing that we can do or that Sony can do, um, the only thing Sony can really do here is try to like snatch up as many IPs as they can as exclusives for you know their streaming service. So... I don't know if if they'll be able to reach a deal with like say Square Enix. I don't know if that'll happen. Um, I don't know if they can reach a deal with like an Ubisoft or an EA. But I'll tell you what: if they do acquire EA, I just ask that they improve EA help and make it better so that I can get my Apex account back. Thanks. Um. Well, first of all, how about this? Yeah, you cannot see that. Never mind. Magga. Make... <laughs> yeah. Make Activision Blizzard 
Um, great again, as Christian said. But it's and it's, for the record, we are not supporters of the man who invented the hat that has this on here. No, not at all. Purely satirical. So that key's out, so we're not going to leave that up there. But um, I'm of two minds of this. And we have talked about this point before. Is Does PlayStation actually need to compete with Xbox Game Pass? Do they actually have to do that? I still stand by the fact that I don't think they do. I really, truly don't think they have to. In the sense that they're still going to make great games. But then I think about two... <laughs> As, as I say that, is like, well, their games are expensive, they take a long time to make, they don't come out every year, and the PS Plus, you know, like, offering is not as good as Game Pass, right? Two things. Number one, they just took a big hit in what they can actually get on PlayStation Plus as well. True. And number two, um, I don't remember what I was going to say, but it probably had something to do with the fact that PlayStation now sucks AS. Well, it does, but I mean PlayStation Plus. I'm talking yeah. about strictly PlayStation Plus. I still think you know the PlayStation Plus collection is kind of an untapped thing for them. I think they could do more with that. So I don't know if they have to create a direct competitor, but I do think they have to do something to build out their supplemental offerings. And I don't know what that is. I don't have a good answer for that. But what I can tell you is that they don't have the cash on hand to have some sort of major acquisition like this. That's just not feasible so them buying 2k buying uh what was it called bandai namco i don't i don't know especially since 2k didn't did zynga just buy 2k or what, whatever happened there i forget what happened there but that might be take, off the, take two bought zynga right, right 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 that might be off the table too i don't think they have enough money to facilitate something like that so i don't know if i have a good answer i don't think anything that playstation does will be as nearly as monumental as this it's just not possible but they will do something and it might be in the form of them announcing their game pass competitor and you know one or two other maybe slightly smaller acquisitions high quality acquisitions though with with it so you know what we need we need that a recreation or a new version of that clip where they were like how to share video games with your friends on playstation 4 and he just hands him the game mm. remember that we yeah. need a version of that where it's like how to play games with PlayStation 5 and it is like just so simple and then they'll be like you know it'll be like Bandai Namco it'll like have all the uh acquisitions they made it'll just be like a fucking a Rolodex of different companies that PlayStation bought that's what we need okay right. uh before before we kind of wrap up with this topic Brett um I want to uh, touch on Yuki's uh comment in the chat here Yuki says my camel is bigger than your camel at its finest but now with video game companies and that is what I'm worried about. I don't want to engage with companies that are involved in a pissing match. I am not invested in a console war. Um, maybe that just comes with age, even though we prefer PlayStation. But you and I at this point are not like, yeah, suck it, Sony, or yeah, fuck you, Xbox. Like, I'm not. When you have it all, who cares? Yeah, I'm not there anymore. I want to, I just want to play games <laughs> and be left alone. I don't want us to see where we are on this like streaming war, game streaming war between them, and they keep trying to one up each other by all these huge acquisitions. And then it's like, oh, you can pick 
from Xbox's plate, or you can pick from PlayStation's plate. And then maybe, too, you have little little baby Nintendo over there in the corner for the kids. I don't want that. That is a bad future to me. And I'm worried that we could get there. And I just hope, <laughs> I just hope that that's not where we arrive at ultimately. So I'm with you. Anyway. All right. Well, let's move on then. Our final topic of the night. We're going to be talking about the top 20 best-selling games of 2021. That's right. We're going to start from the bottom. And now we're here. And now we're here. Um, for some reason, though, it looks like my list was cut off. Was there only 19 games listed here? No, you're missing Forza Horizon 5 under that. Okay. Well, then we'll start there. Uh, number 20 was indeed Forza Horizon 5, which... Yes. Um, we're just going to get through. We'll do like the top five as like we'll talk about it a little more in depth. So mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 11 is number 19. Number 18 is Back for Blood. 17 is Smash Bros. Ultimate. 16 is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 15 is NBA 2K22. 14, Animal Crossing New Horizons. 13 is Minecraft, which holy shit, that game is still in the top. Somehow. Fucking... 12 is FIFA 22, 11 is Far Cry 6, 10, Super Mario 3D World, number 9 is MLB The Show 21, number 8 is Resident Evil Village, which is awesome to see, number 7 is Mario Kart 8, which is another one. How? Still. Another one that's just wow. This one, oh. Uh, Yeah, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is number 6. Wow. And now we're in the top 5. All right, well, first of all, throw 2042 away. That game sucks. Uh, let's talk about the top four. Okay. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Any surprise there? Uh, this is the first Pokemon game, I believe, to make this list since uh, Gold and Silver is what the article said, correct? Wow. Um, yeah, sure. Pokemon game sales in 2021, the best for the series since Gold and Silver's launch okay. in the U.S. All right pretty big yeah big madden no surprise there and then these top two also no surprise call of duty black ops cold war and call of duty vanguard and call of duty remains the best-selling franchise in the united states for the 14th year in a row for now dude there's some people playing that haven't even been alive for 14 years they're playing call of duty that's crazy i don't know man this list kind of depresses me it's not a good list. And you know what? A lot of these games are actually from the year prior, too. Yeah. Or or way old, like Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm happy to see Miles Morales up in there. Uh, happy to see Resident Evil Village up in there. Do, do these numbers include with MLB, um, I guess, both Game Pass downloads and PlayStation sales? Or is this just with the sales? This might just be physical sales. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, that would that might skew these numbers very differently, then. Um, but all right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else I have to say. Other than this is fucking depressing up here. Yeah. The article doesn't quite say if it's physical or not, but, but overall gaming spending for the full year of 2021 was up 8% from 2020 to a new record high of 60.4 billion, which is still 10 mil, $10 billion less than what, uh, Xbox just paid for Activision, which is fucking insane. They literally spent more money on a single transaction than all of gaming in a year. 
ten billion dollars more, mind you. Um, Trump change, dude. But yeah, spending in December was down one percent to seven point five billion, mostly due to increases in gaming subscription spending and recurrent spending balanced out by decreases in premium game sales. So that's all I got, and I'm I'm not surprised to see Call of Duty up there and Battlefield too. But you know, just how poor those games were, like. I don't know what to say. I do. Bad. Very bad. Well, then, Josh, let's move on to our final topic of the night. A little segment we call Indie Intel, where we take a look at an indie game that we think deserves some love. We think deserves some attention. This week, we're going to look at a game that you sent over called Quacky Oliver. That's right, Brett. Quacky Oliver is a horror survival adventure game where you try to survive the night from a monstrous rubber duck. Use water physics system, a hose, and a flashlight to explore suspicious daycare and fight Quacky Oliver. His, his name is Quacky Oliver. Quacky Oliver is watching you to make sure you sleep on time. If you miss your bedtime, Oliver won't be pleased. But how can you stay in bed when there's a flood in the house? Use Oliver's water against him and survive the dreadful night. In this horror survival adventure. So, Brett, what do you think? I think that it looks fucking absurd. As soon as you see in the trailer where the duck like punches through the window, you know you're in for a good time. Yeah. Uh, the water physics look like it could leave, lead to some pretty cool gameplay mechanics. I instantly thought of, like, I, I don't know what's happening exactly from the trailer, but it seems like there's like a flood almost happening. Yeah. And, and you take buckets and like, it's almost like Sea of Thieves. When you get a, le a leak on the boat, you know, and you have to, like dump bum. the water out. Yeah, leaky bum bum, something yep. like that. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, the story, uh, it's a surreal horror survival game. You play as a kid left at, at a suspicious daycare. Your parents don't come to pick you up. Instead of calling the police, the daycare worker forces you to stay the night in hopes that your parents will show up the next day. Little That's <laughs> fucking sus. Little did you know you're not the only one staying uh, the night at Sunny Daycare. Gameplay, um, Oliver knows you're around for the night. Make sure you're in, in bed by time. Oliver checks the bed occasionally to make sure you're sleeping. Kind of sounds like Five Nights at Freddy's there a little bit. Um, Oliver breaks the windows and floods the house by puking waterfalls inside. You must get the water out or he will flood the house and get in. Oliver's water can be used in multiple ways with the hose to fight him. Do not get spotted and use your flashlight to get around the dark. Try to survive this wet, squeaky nightmare till the morning. That is the official description, folks. Wow. Quacky Oliver. Uh, you can wishlist it now on Steam. I believe it's supposed to launch in April. So, links will be in the description. Check it out. Uh, you have anything else to say, Brett? Squeaky Oliver. Links in the description. Check it out, folks. And that'll do it. That's it, Brett. It's all ogre. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for Have to Cast episode 58. We really appreciate you being here and watching, whether you're watching live or if you're watching on demand on our YouTube channel or on our Twitch or on Facebook. On demand. That's right. And I want to point out one more time, we are sponsored. This uh, stream and this video is sponsored by Dubby Energy. You can use code SLICK on their website, w.gg, in order to save 10% on your order. The 10% you save goes right to us, so we really appreciate you, and, uh, you know, if you want to check it out. Um, yeah. Code Slick. Also, we have merch. Go to our merch store. Link in the description. A lot of cool shirts, a lot of cool hats designed by yours truly. 
some new ones coming soon. New variants coming soon if you missed out on uh, previous variants. And um, yeah, so thank you for watching. Josh is dying or something? I don't know. I'm walking my fingers across the promo code. Is that really what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pedestrian zing over the uh, words there. All right, dude. Um, I didn't listen to a word you just said, so I'm going to reiterate, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, do all of that stuff. We appreciate you guys um, tuning in and supporting us. Um, anything else, Brett, before we leave? I love you. Brett loves you. Bye-bye, everybody. I give truly, me the sweet release. Give me the sweet release of... What was his name, dude? Ducky? Quacky? Quacky Quacky Charles? Quacky Charles. I don't think that's right. I don't think that was that was right at all. Quacky Bandicoot. Quacky Bandicoot. Is that a Activision IP dude? It is now. It is now. Quacky Bandicoot. Uh, support uh sponsored Come by in w the PS5. Sponsored by W. Use code SLICK at checkout for $10 off your, your Please quack. unban my Apex account. Thank you.